Hey, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Of course you have. That's a dumb question. Everybody's starting their own podcast, man. It's a trend. You have an unnecessary amount of knowledge about Hot Wheel cars. Well, I'm not here to tell you that it's stupid. I'm just here to tell you where to start. Because when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions myself. Like, how do I record an episode? Like, how do I get a show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places like everybody else? Like, how do I, how do I, how do I make money doing podcasts too? The answer to every one of those questions is very simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. It's ridiculously easy to use, and now Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, just like I'm doing right now. You can be free with it and do it your own way. You want to be funny, or you just want to be straight, straightforward. You can do it too and get paid for it. So, basically what I'm trying to say is, uh, if you always want to start your own podcast and make some money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to listen to your podcast or listen to mine. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Humans Podcast. Um, I'm just gonna uh, jump right to it for real. Uh, this is episode 31, and it's gonna be a slightly, slightly different episode because uh, I took that week off because I was having issues with uh, SoundCloud uh, financially. It was financially. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was financial issues. Uh, so they're a bit expensive. So what I did was uh, I changed, just changed companies basically now i'm on uh, Podbean. hopefully uh the transition doesn't confuse too many people um so now i'm on Podbean, so it should be the same itunes i rss uh try to do try to keep it the same so if you check the itunes and it's only like two episodes it's perfectly normal until i'm able to actually or when i stop being lazy and actually put all of them on there on there then it will be like that but I'm going to continue just uploading episodes from episode 29. So, um, yeah. But this episode of the Humans Podcast, well, how it's different. Uh, I think last episode I was, uh, I mentioned, uh, I mentioned the network I was in. I kind of like just mentioned it, didn't really go into it too much. But, uh, LDE, Lost Dragon Entertainment, which is, uh, just a big network of people. We're not super big yet yet it's a small business five uh five people right now we're working on getting some more people um we want we're gonna be sharing on the youtube channel uh just different forms of entertainment like i will be uh sharing my podcast which is like news somewhat rambling basically the mind of a comedian uh brandon kennedy an old um a guest on the show, friend of the show. He's in the network. He'll be uh, doing uh, Dungeon Dragons on top of uh, stand up. Then uh, we got a few other people. Nick Morgan Moore, who was a comedian of uh, Capital City Comedy, he does uh, daily paintings. So he'll be sure. So you'll be able to, like, uh, he does live painting anyway. So it'd be like a, 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 a Australian Bob Ross feel, you know. But I'm not going to give too much away because uh, uh, what I'm going to transfer, transition to is, um, what, what's today? Today is Sunday. I want to say like Thursday, like a few days ago. We all got together for our quote unquote first meeting, but it ended up becoming a, an hour long uh, version of us just talking about the Avengers. So... <laughs> So, but it, but it kind of gives you a, a taste of what we are as regular people, and we kind of go we kind of go into detail about who we are as Lost Dragon. So um, enjoy, and um, big spoiler warnings. 
So if you haven't seen the Avengers yet, Avengers Infinity War, then just kind of skip over the rest of this episode. I'll see you later on in the week. But um, this is basically the first episode of uh, Lost Dragon Entertainment. So enjoy. Thank you for listening. Uh We're a loose conglomeration of podcasters, vloggers, and gamers. What we're doing is producing content for your lovely listeners' ears. There you go, bam. We got painting, we got vlogs, we got video games, we got news eventually. Then we got uh, uh we've got Dungeons and Dragons too. Rambling. <laughs> we're gonna play World of Warcraft to talk about things that happen in the real world sometimes. We're gonna make we're gonna set goals and not not go to them. Yeah. we're gonna set goals and we're not gonna cry at night hey you speak for yourself (laughs) i cry if i want to oh god it's so like you looked into your webcam at that and just where like you came up on my screen you just perfectly looked into my (laughs) eyes i'm just like you will not tell me when to cry (laughs) but um Will be well, fun. I guess since we lost all the uh, that the stuff I spilled out. Um, well, we've already done the welcoming. I guess welcome to Lost Dragon podcast again. Uh, my name's Tracy. I'm just the guy who corralled everyone into this, and hopefully this works out, or they will probably kill me. So I'm going to need you guys to tune in. But um, we're going to be putting out a lot more content soon. Right now, we are focused into podcast art. We're going to be putting out some comedy soon. We have uh, Brandon's Dungeons and Dragons. Pro- yeah, podcast, podcast. Um, oh my god, I'd love Bradley to do that as a podcast. Comics as well as games. We have the group gaming, which is Brandon, Bradley, myself, and I do some solo content with interactive streams, as well as I will be putting out graphic design content on Twitch IRL soon. But we have a lot more planned. We're building a production room, building, putting together a production room at the moment, and that's going to be leading into... Some uh, we're going to be taking care of news. We're going to be taking care of gaming news, media news, just kind of really anything that you can think of to want news about. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll put it together. Yeah. But um, other than that, not really much. Uh, tune in, see what happens. In three years, we'll have a million subscribers. Yeah. Look like we're very rich, but we're still poor. We'll still have the same quality, too. Yeah. <laughs> and three years, we'll start this podcast for, like, episode, what, 150? Yeah. And then we'll get 20 minutes in, and somebody will say, Brandon, your sound settings aren't correct, and then we'll have oh, to restart God. over again. God damn it. <laughs> this is 100 epi- 150 episodes. <laughs> Just Every like you're episode. fired, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, this is the 150th time this has happened. And what all, doing in all fairness, I've been like trying to like anybody who's watching this is going to see like every 30, 40 seconds. I try and sneak off camera to scarf down Shove taco. tacos on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the what you eating tacos. Um, the yeah. Doritos Loco taco. It is my cocaine. Uh, did you put spaghetti in it? No, no. I did have spaghetti tacos, though, like probably about a month and a half ago. Jesus Wait, Christ. did I give you that idea, or did you think of that idea? You gave me that idea. Okay, because I was about to say, I, I was like, I was pretty sure I started spaghetti tacos. And I actually like... remember the night you did. Um, I, I was, uh, we were playing something like depressingly, I was depressingly eating uh, the Doritos Locos tacos for, after they were cold for probably around five hours, and I was just like, whatever, I'm hungry, I hate myself, Taco Bell works. I mean, can we stop like this uh, podcast and just, or this company and just start a uh, like spaghetti taco company? Because I'm telling you guys, it's like the wave of the future. Welcome to our spaghetti taco franchise. <laughs> Would you like anything? Oh, yeah. not a spaghetti taco? Don't have it. Only yeah. spaghetti. Tacos. Get out Drinks of here. Don't have them. <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay with the macaroni taco, like macaroni and cheese taco. Pasta tacos. Just, there you go. Yeah. It's just yeah. like branching out. Then when we do sell fries, we name them something different. Like, those are spaghetti singles. They're not fries. <laughs> oh, God. Could you think of, like, a boiled it'd be long noodle that's it'd be long. No, no, it'd be long gnocchi. Yeah, it'd be potato, potatoes with a uh, fucking sauce on them. Like, uh... yeah. Long gnocchi, and you dip it in marinara. 
Yeah. All right, we're shutting it all down. I'm going to get the loan. There we go. <laughs> it's episode one, we can't do this. Let's all right. Yeah, it's like let's set our goals. Our goals are to quit and start a spaghetti taco. Spaghetti company. taco. <laughs> we didn't meet it. Yeah. It's a wonderful goal. I hold. When did you? When did you get all of that off? <laughs> but oh, since I finally watched it, we can actually talk about it. Well, if y'all don't want to, uh, Avengers. Oh, oh, Infinity God, yeah. Wars. Yeah. Let's, let's go. I finally watched it, and um, people keep saying, oh, it's the greatest movie alive. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say it. It was a good movie, really good movie. I feel like it, it had the hype of, uh, what was it, The Last Jedi? And while I really, I, I liked that movie. I'm not going to say I really liked it. I really liked the one fight scene in it, because the choreography on that was insanely good. Hey. But the rest of the movie was... For me, like a build up to the fight scene, and then the rest of it was like a fall off from mouth. the fight scene. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of flack on that, but um, I'm gonna say it has like kind of the same hype towards the Avengers, uh, the Infinity War. A lot of people were hoping for a lot more. Where I felt like BRB. Um, I watched it, but it, it was a good roller coaster. You know, the the one liners were good, the mix of jokes and the you know the de- the depression hits were good. But it, it fell off in a few areas where, like, you know, it, it, you'd have a disconnect of, with all of it switching from camera or to group to group to group to group, back to here, back to there. We're going over here now. Like, it, some parts were like, oh, okay, I guess this guy's doing this now. That, that's, that's cool. And then everything just conglomerated at the end, and it's like, oh, Thanos was right. Cool. All right. So I would, um, I, I would like to start off uh, by saying I didn't know we were going to be talking about this t- tonight, and... Um, I just happened to be wearing one of my favorite. Um, yeah, he didn't know. Yeah, and I'm just uh, flexing it out. Miss Marvel um, <laughs> in the last week uh, got teased on um, which Majigger on Twitter that she might be coming to the MCU after the Captain Marvel film. And <laughs> one of my favorite superheroes, you might be able to see Camilla Khan right there, just clinging on. So I don't know. I am just all about like. We've been, uh, a couple of my friends, Bradley included, we've been watching through all of the Marvel movies in the order that they were released, like every one of them, um, building our way up to Infinity War. And I just felt like Infinity War came together so solid as far as its storytelling, everything it attempted to do. Um, Like you say, there were moments that it dropped off, but I was in the opposite. Like, my friend bought me about $14 of, like, large stuff at the theater that, you know, you can get free refills on. And I Mm -hmm. couldn't find a moment where I wasn't gripped to walk out and refill my popcorn and drink. Because, like, everything just kept hitting and landing for me. Um, I think, and just this, like, an overall summary of the movie, and I'll let somebody else talk, like, my overall opinion to it. I think one of the greatest things they did was hiding Thanos as the protagonist. Like, Thanos was the protagonist the entire movie through Infinity Wars, but you didn't realize it until the movie ended and he gave his final line, and then, you know, it flashes, like, Thanos will return, and it's like, this was a Thanos movie. Like, you know, it is an Avengers movie, but it was more so a Thanos, you got his origin story, you got his character development, you got to see him fight and work for the things he wanted to achieve. You got inside his head, and then you got to see, you know, like, a climax of everything Thanos had been working towards, like, pull off. It was a Thanos protagonist movie, which was... And I think they did wonderful hiding that until the very end. He's the hero. Um, always need it. <laughs> I'm, I'm he's excited. not the hero. He's the protagonist. Okay. It's a different... Hero. Yeah, it's a different uh, role. <laughs> protagonist but, uh, is who the story's about. He still does awful, horrible things. The, the, the hero is the one who took the hero's journey. So who do you guys think learned the most out of their journey through the movie? Who was the real hero? Thanos, Thanos, and, Thanos and Thor are probably tied for that. Because Spider-Man. Thanos... <laughs> Thanos definitely goes through the entire hero's journey with the all is lost moment where he has to mm. sacrifice the only thing he loves uh, and he ends up accomplishing everything he set out to accomplish now Thor starts the movie at an incredibly low point he he realizes that he can be beaten in like the first five minutes of the movie and then the entire movie is about him building himself up to what he knows he's capable of. 
And when Thor accomplishes that and still fails, it really cements what Brandon's talking about with Thanos being the protagonist of the movie. Hey, I, I just I disagree. I think it was Paul Rudd because um, like, <laughs> his whole like the whole Paul Rudd's run on screen, you know, them walking up to him, him being like, nah, and then them walking away. I felt that that had the most emotional impact out of the whole movie for me. Just <laughs> like it had some it had some arc to it because he was like, huh, what's going on? And then they're like, oh, yeah, the world's ending. And then he's like, nah, you know, I, I related to that. Like if if they if the Avengers knocked on my door and they're like, "Hey Nick, you need to like save the Infinity Gauntlet with your like growing giant powers," I'd be all like, "Nah, good." <laughs> now I I think you're joking, but I will say <laughs> one of the most fun D and D campaigns that I've ever been in was um, when the fate of the world came down to our characters, mm-hmm. and our characters were just like, "No, we're just gonna go someplace else," and that's like. It's a very fun type of story to have. Um, I did. Oh, go ahead. I George. did kind of appreciate Thanos, though. Um, like I, I don't really follow comics too much. I'm more of a anime guy, so I'm like uh, Dragon Ball Super and stuff like that. Uh, I, I look at Thanos kind of like the the necessary evil. If if I'm correct, it's like um, if anybody watched Dragon Ball Super, it's like Beerus and uh, Zeno, which is like the god of everything and shit like that. So. They destroy, uh, they destroy not because they're evil, but because they have to. Is that is that or, reading it or, right? Or or a closer like uh, pop culture thing for people who like the comic book movies would be well, Watchmen, Ozymandias, his plan bringing it to yes. fruition and saving the human race through yeah. violence. They uh. they changed Thanos's origin in the movie, um, but what you're referring to, George, like uh, Galactus in the comic books, is like this primordial force of uh, consumption. It's He's also like, like a giant guy wearing a one-piece bathing suit in space. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Just, let's just be real. He has to He's got a really cool hat, though. Yeah, it, like, he does. Like, is that his towel? Did he just get out of a galactic pool and tie a towel around his head? Because that's what he looks like. He's got his legs completely uncovered with some sexy, like sexy ass go-go boots, but like all the way up to his crotch is like bare leg, and it's like that can't be comfortable in space, man. <laughs> But the one of the issues, though, are problems like with Thanos in the movie is he doesn't have to be doing what he's doing. Because like they they explain in the comic books that if Galactus stops doing what he's doing, you know, it, like the universe starts unraveling. Like he oh. has to eat Star Children for some reason. But Thanos yeah. is just doing this because like he had an awful, t- and that's one of the things. It's it's he's kind of like a batman like superhero of just like oh he had an awful time he's gonna make sure nobody else has this awful time and it's like uh, you're kind of psychotic dude like, I just say <laughs> you that, like take a break i thought a little bit for some uh some miss death pun yeah yeah it, like they should have spent an hour with like thanos being like on titan when it was still good and him running for public office under the <laughs> let's kill half of the universe and the, and like we need to see that presidential campaign fail and him be like oh fucking i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do oh, it dude, anyway would have been perfect what would we i'm gonna do it anyway guys I, I have one problem with it all he has the reality stone just make everything infinite why do you yeah. i mean for the whole thing like the whole reason he's supposed to be doing this, or like uh, me and Bradley oh. have talked a little bit about this, is you know he's trying to make death, which we don't have her in the MCU, but he's trying to court death by being like, "I'm gonna erase half of the universe, so you'll be like, wow, you're a bad dude, and I want all of that.'" But hey. she's still like, "No." Yeah, no Whereas, yeah, in the in the movie, he's just like, "Oh yeah, I gotta kill half." And here's the problem: like he kills half of everybody, and then the dickheads will still seize most of the shit, and then. You know, we're still fucked anyway. Like the yeah. problem isn't the over, isn't the you know overpopulation. The problem is misallocation of resources. The magic space his... rocks don't work like that, guys. Yeah, Come on. he could have snapped his fingers yeah. and then reallocated the resources instead of killing all of the consumers. It's, um, it's uh, I read a post about that though. Yeah, probably by a communist. He could have like <laughs> stuff, but he would have have to keep doing it. So. Wait, he'd, he'll have to keep wiping out half the universe. Like, one, that's literally a one-generation yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally, like, a 30-days problem for some races. Like, for us, it's a nine-month problem. Nine months and we're <laughs> fucked again. With everywhere else in the universe with, like, the shorter gestation periods fucking bang in a day, like, half of those planets is wiped out. They're wiping themselves out again. 
One yeah. thing, though, uh, I just went to a writer's group tonight, and one thing that one of the writers in our group brought up that I didn't even think about was just, like, Thanos could have did exactly what he did a lot more politer by, like, snap his fingers, and then half of everybody's testicles doesn't work. And it's like, <laughs> if you make half of the entire universe, like, not fertile, like, boom, you did the same thing, and you just didn't kill anybody. <laughs> Yeah. He just snaps, and you get, like, the inside of their testicles just slowly, like, doing little dust thing. <laughs> I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark! <laughs> Everybody's so, kind of one, of the things, one of the things that uh, kind of upset me about Infinity War was they did the thing that's becoming way more popular nowadays, where they took a villain who, by all accounts before this moment, was just a terrible person. And that was their storyline. That was their motivation. So, in the comics, Thanos is just straight up, he is mad because he's in love with the concept of death, and then he speaks to the actual embodiment of that concept, and she says, no, you're kind of boring. And right. so... Mm. His... She, like, she likes Deadpool. <laughs> right. right. Absolutely right. And so Thanos decides, okay, well, I'm going to kill half of the universe for you, and then you're going to love me. So and even when he accomplishes it, she's just like, uh, no, screw you, go away. So does, ever, does Thanos ever find out about Deadpool? Does he ever, is there a comic about in, him? In the comic books, uh, there's one series called Thanos v. Deadpool, where they team up after death disappears and no one can die, and uh, that gets pretty interesting. That's, that was a good I story. I gotta read that. Yeah. yeah, that one's worth it. Like, with Deadpool, you can pretty much grab any of like the storylines and start at the start of that storyline, and you're going to get a good, decent story. Except I mean, for the three different like short stories about Deadpool killing the Marvel universe. Yeah, there was uh, there was a lot about that actually. There was that turned into a long series. It was uh, Deadpool yeah. kills the Marvel universe. Deadpool kills Deadpool, Deadpool. and yeah, yeah, yeah. That went that went down the rabbit hole. I really liked that one. You what was you gonna say, find- Brandon? You can find a decent Deadpool story in any of the Deadpool things, except for the X-Men 50th anniversary and the Marvel Now Thunderbolts are the two uh, worst written iterations of Deadpool I've ever seen, and I will curse uh, them to my dying breath. There's also, uh, and this isn't a comic book, the movie of uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. That was oh, probably the worst rendition of Deadpool. <laughs> he talked about that. He talked about that in his movie. <laughs> the worst Deadpool. Yeah. Ugh. I, I remember seeing mo- it. I think I was like 14 when that came out. Somewhere mm. around there. And I never. I don't think I'd ever heard of Deadpool really before that. And when I saw him like that, I was like, wow, you know, this, the edgy 14-year-old. Like, wow, man, this guy's really cool. And then, like, I found out, you know, what he's actually like. I'm like, fuck this shit. Yep. That, I believe that that was the exact same conversation that Ryan Reynolds had. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you're right. Um, but, yeah, so something that I've been seeing more and more in, like, the film adaptations of stuff and just movies and uh, books in general is we can't just have a bad guy who's bad for the sake of being bad. It has to be someone who's a good guy. And I miss dealing with just, that's a terrorist, and he's a terrorist because he's bad. No, you, uh, I have a comment on that, Bradley. I have a comment on that, so I'll hold mine. Go ahead, Nick. Well, I was just i was just thinking that might be uh, a little bit of your Alabama upbringing right there. <laughs> uh, you know, in, in real life, um, the villain sees themselves as a good guy trying to achieve their good goal. You know, that's that's just right, part right. of psychology. There's not a bad guy who's like, I'm evil and I'm going to do evil because I'm evil. You but know, think, that's a thing that only happens in comic books and comic uh, books have been moving away just, from that I was say, for uh, a while. Jadan and the Burning Legion. <laughs> mm. Well, but hey, I, well, hey, so, hey, he, Legion, um, Legion, you fight Kill Jaden um, on his uh, ship in the tomb of Sargeras and... When he dies, he has the best line explaining everything he's been through. He's just, he's talking to Valen, and he says, um, I'm so sorry, Valen. I only joined because I didn't see another way. And it's great. It's so good. It's so good. I cried. 
<laughs> so the, the reason why I, I kind of have a problem that everything in film and book is going that direction now is because films and books and uh, all of these things, video games, they're about escapism. And I don't want to have to sympathize, sympathize with the villain and be like, oh, yeah, I really wanted the good guys to win. But Thanos was absolutely right. <laughs> right. Yes, he was. <laughs> but, the, but the thing about that, though, kind of going with that, um, that's why Justice League was born. Because mm. wasn't it like Doomsday? Steppen, Steppenwolf. That's huh? why John McCain had a job. Uh, Steppenwolf was the Justice League villain, and he needed the magic boxes to um, make a super vine thing to destroy the world. So which one is has a uh, Doomsday in it? That's uh, Batman uh, versus Superman. Baby, okay, yeah. That's why I don't really like him because <laughs> he's just he just he just an overpowered brute. That's all he is. You can't you don't can't really. I can't sympathize with him. Mostly, I, I want to sympathize with a villain because I'm kind of a bad person myself. So, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, that, I mean, if you if you pay attention, huh? Nick. Well, oh yeah. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, like, if you pay attention, in a lot of these movies, the bad guy is actually the good guy. Um, the best example of the recent ones is uh, uh, X Men Apocalypse. The latest spot, not the latest. Not just X Men Apocalypse, um, Spider Man. Um, not this last movie, oh, but the, the two before that, where oh, Tasm. Uh, no, Tasm. no, before Vulture, when they did like Sandman. Rise of Electro. Yeah, Electro oh. is is the good guy in that movie. Like he's captured, he's tortured, he's turned into something against his will. What's his whole goal is to take back his intellectual property rights that have been stolen from him by the city. Like the whole fight at the end is him reclaiming his property that was stolen from him. And uh, even Green Goblin in that, when he comes to Spider-Man, he's like, hey, here's all my cards. They're on the table. I'm dying. And Spider-Man's like, yeah, no, I know that, like, I know that you're my best friend, but you don't know that I'm secretly your best friend. So I'm going to let you die horribly (laughs) the way that your dad died for no reason. (laughs) And then, you know, the story just goes down downhill from there. Yeah, like, that was one where the bad guys were clearly, clearly the good guys all along. Tasm is a horrible movie, and Bradley and I had like an hour long conversation <laughs> about that yesterday. And I will, I will gladly repeat it if anyone wants to hear it. But before we get, what bothers me. <laughs> yeah, before we get too far away from the Thanos thing, I will say the biggest criticism Marvel was having was like how bland their villains were, with um mm. how just. Most of them were just evil guys, like uh, going through, going through Iron the, Man one. Yeah, Obadiah was just like, all right, we're just gonna sell weapons to terrorists. I'm just gonna kill my best <laughs> friend's son. I'm gonna steal. It was just, just an evil dude. But um, that was like the big. That's like the Marvel problem. Like uh, writers, writers all the time will you know like talk about the Marvel problem is your villain is bland. Um, and I think this whole movie was Marvel putting a middle finger to, like, they have a entire section of writing devoted to them in, like, modern literature of the Marvel problem. And they just, like, middle finger to it and said, hey, we can make complex, interesting villains here. But I think they did did a bad job trying to trying to do that, trying to make the villain a good guy with the Black Panther movie. Oh, with, Killmonger? Uh, yeah, I, I thought he was terrible. Yeah. Ah, like, I, I get, I'm, I get. He was supposed to be like what? the, the anti villain. He was supposed to be like the actual good guy since he his uh, his dad was killed and whatnot. But uh, he was just done terribly in my eyes. Man. I'm I'm with, I'm with I'm with George. I'm with George. Right now, like, my- I, I feel like Michael B. Jordan, um, like at the scene on the waterfall, and just like I want to point at George and be like, "Is this your opinion? Is this your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> get out of here!" No, but uh, let's hear what you got to say, Nick. Oh, I just never believed him. Like the every line delivered by Michael B. Jordan in that movie was misplaced. Oh, um, he's so I, charming. Uh, yeah, when he's when he's in the arts. Uh, at the very first time we see him uh, as an adult, he's in this art museum and he's looking at these things and he's like dressed up like a hipster and he opens his mouth and I'm like. So are you pretending to be like an art student? No, obviously not. And then he's like, well, I'm going to just steal all this stuff then because I'm a mercenary. I'm like, I don't believe that either. I don't <laughs> believe that either. And then he turns up in Wakanda and he's like, hey, auntie, I'm going to just be like king of this country now because I kill people on every continent. I'm like, I don't believe that you did that. I don't <laughs> believe that you killed people on every continent, Michael B. Jordan. 
I he didn't sell it for me. I, none none of him none of his on time rang true for me that whole movie. Y'all know uh, Omar from The Wire, right? The black guy mm. got the scar on his eye. Mm. Yes. Yeah, no, he would have been a better Killmonger. Mm. Yeah, I think they just needed someone more sinister. You know, yeah, like a little bit more evil. looking. They, they, if yeah, the, if the writing was good, then we would have still got the idea. Like, oh, he wasn't the villain actually. I just yeah. But in, instead, he had these cheesy lines, and they picked yeah. like the prettiest person they could because they're like, "Yep, that'll wet some panties. That'll get us some. <laughs> right. you know, that'll be impressive." But it didn't sell for the movie. Like, it made the movie less good. Like, it, and it was great. It's a great movie. But it could have been the best Marvel movie, and it wasn't because the villain wasn't sinister in any way, shape, or form because right. they teased him up. Just some R and B singer turned thug. Get out of here! Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I like... am looking forward. <laughs> I, I am looking like... forward to uh, Fahrenheit four five one. That's going to be good. Yeah. I feel like um, for that. Black Panther was a. It wasn't a battle of villain versus hero, but it was kind of a battle of ideologies, and yeah. that. Uh, Killmonger wasn't supposed to represent some sinister evil villain because Killmonger had the right ideology and realizing at the end of the movie that, you know, the Wakanda way of isolation was wrong. But Kill- know, Killmonger us- wasn't saying, like, let's open our doors to trade. He was like, let's launch war on everyone. Yeah. and Let's make see, all the other countries the, kill each other. One of the reasons why I think he works as a villain is because he represented young radical, I, like, young radicalized identity, or young radicalized ideologies. And as, like, for me, as, like, a black man, when all of the St. Louis stuff was happening... Like, I wanted to honestly get in my car, drive there, and start burning things and breaking stuff because the system doesn't work for me, yeah. you know, like, and I, like, I was furious, and that's what I, and I felt like that was the face of Killmonger, was just, like, a black youth in this country of, like, how they feel and what avenues are available for them to act on that, and it wasn't... Right. Oh, yeah. My fault. I'm sorry. Before we go too far, but I'm from St. Louis. Um, <laughs> kind of go against you a little bit when I go into politics too much. Um, that was my quick trips that they burnt down. What did that quick trip do to you? That was my quick trip. <laughs> After school, give me a monster and they burned it down because somebody else. Uh, anyway, <laughs> go ahead. But yeah, and I felt like, you know, Killmonger was the face of just. Uh, the social issues that have been going on in, uh, like in our current area and the fact that they were able to tell that in like an Africanized uh, Afropunk setting with Marvel superheroes and stuff, I, th- I felt like it came together really, really well. I think the I- message would have been seen a little bit more too if it wasn't so... Uh, how do I say this without sounding off? Uh, wasn't so uh, black... Dominate, you know how people just kind of took it as like, yes, black people finally wins finally. So everybody's like going there and like um, doing, uh, yeah, yeah. So they didn't really see the actual message; they were just seeing it because it was uh, finally a black yeah. superhero and movie. I felt I felt like both sides um, at the end of you know, Killmonger had the right ideology, and you know, Black Panther had like the right uh, execution of it. Yeah. And uh, that's what I took away from it. And for because Killmonger represented um, represented an ideology that I had inside my head as a person. The fact that he wasn't a vicious, like ugly portrayal of it made it like jive more with me. Like it was easier for me to see where he was coming from as a person rather yeah. than you know as as like a straight villain. And I think that like. I, even seeing that story with anything else like white nationalism or something, you know, you if you're trying to change people's mind, and because all art's going to speak to a purpose, if you're trying to change people's mind on a subject and say, hey, you know, do it a different way, you can't portray them as, you know, like the nasty, vicious, like uh, super bad villain. You, you, you've given me some things to think about, Brandon, and I think you might be right. I just I think they put too much cheese on him. <laughs> it, he was too cheesy. Too pretty. 
Yeah, I, I will, yeah, I will admit, there yeah. are moments where Michael B. Jordan smiled in that movie where I was just like, can we just stay on this scene for like 40, 50 seconds? <laughs> but, but speaking of pretty, one thing kind of uh, pissed me off about the whole uh, Infinity War, I watched it with my wife, and when that, that scene where uh, Captain America popped up out of the shadows, she was like, ooh, sexy, and that kind of pissed me off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> your captain alabama right here like how dare you captain alabama all right i'm sorry captain montgomery oh man i'm i once i get my job I mean, in, i'm but like, gonna be making if, there, if there was a captain alabama his uniform his uniform oh, suit would uh-huh. definitely just be white robes and a hood now yeah. oh, no. i, I want to say i've seen george punch people like george could audition for captain alabama like, <laughs> hey we make all right. There's some content. We got. We'll we'll rip off Marvel and just replace all the names. Captain Alabama. <laughs> hey, did you so, realize? I've that, also uh, heard George say really racist stuff too. So like, I'm just. Saying. Yeah, that 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 gives you points. That's points in the George column for sure. <laughs> yes, I'm a little racist, but it comes with. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The incredible sister cousin. <laughs> Tell me that's a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Uh, no, he has to hit her, so that's that's actually the main villain. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you fighting against us? Come on, sister cousin. How, how will mother mother uncle feel about this? <laughs> Wait, mother, mother uncle. <laughs> that's a good swear right there. Like you, mother uncle. <laughs> you, you so I went and saw. <laughs> I went and saw Infinity War with Tracy, yeah. and uh, I thought the movie uh, was good, but I didn't think it was the best Marvel movie. No. And then where it immediately just dropped like a hundred points on the scale for me is the after credit scene <laughs> where they introduce Captain Marvel. Um, oh, because yeah. she's uh, the leader of the Captain Marvel point. fan club. We already have art for it, and it will be posted to the Twitter. Okay, hold on, wait a minute. I can bring it up on screen right <laughs> yeah, now. There we go. Know. That shameless plug. There oh. we go. Bradley Tostin's uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel no, number one no. fan <laughs> That needs to be yeah, we'll just uh, make that. There we go. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's uh, delete that. That's just a mock-up we made. We we, we made that uh, one night. We were working on his panels, and we wanted to see his reaction to it, because he hates Captain Marvel. Now, I will so, I will say, for anybody who dislikes Captain Marvel, read read Marvel Now Captain Marvel 2 Battle World, and after the Battle World, World reboot, read her in 2 Civil War. Like, it just is don't alpha, finish it. Yeah, Alpha whoa, Flight whoa, 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 whoa. is good. <laughs> no, no, no. Where it starts and then stop, and yeah. she stays don't, a very good person. You don't have person. to read Civil War. You don't have to read Civil War. You just you stop right there. It's not even needed, really. I mean, every appearance she makes in Miss no, no, no. comic book so, is great. So I'm, I've got anything for anyone who likes Captain Marvel, and that's... All you have to oh, do hold on, wait, is let read. Me mute Bradley, the... real quick, just uh, you know. All right, he's muted. Go ahead. No, <laughs> All you have to do is read through the second to last issue of Civil War Two, and you find out that she kills Rhodey. That she's basically like, yeah, let's profile everyone because historically that works. Yeah, and she's just the worst. Um. I think everybody disagrees. <laughs> hey, I mean, you guys see, you guys see what I'm wearing tonight. You know, you, yeah. You, you I, I, I'm just repping a. I, I'm. A I'm all. I'm all about me some Miss Marvel. Uh, I I used to collect uh, Captain Marvel. I haven't caught up with her uh, just because poorness. Um, when the unemployment vlogs officially stop, is when I'll be buying comic books again. Just so, just a quick note, y'all y'all realize this basically just became our idea of uh, the movie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. We should probably put a time limit on like how long we're gonna spend on topics. 
good, I mean, but if... Infinity Wars was huge. It was a huge movie, so it's hard to yeah. cover it in like 20 minutes. And now we can tag it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now it's the movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do actually want to uh, get together with everyone at some point and schedule out when we're going to be doing specific podcasts. Uh, we all like games. We all like media. We'll throw in we'll throw in on some podcast um don't know for how well we could do a music one but uh i'm uh right now trying to figure out how i can go see my favorite band with vip tickets oh i mean i listened to like the same 400 songs on repeat from uh you know yeah. 2000 to you know, like 2016 i just go on spotify and do the discover playlist if you don't have spotify definitely get it the discover playlist hey stop plugging them they're not spot (laughs) they're not sponsoring us hit that like button hit smash that mother effing like button and you get a free spotify no (laughs) no no (laughs) shell that out yeah go on uh, uh, audible.com slash lost dragon entertainment and just jerk off yeah (laughs) dragon entertainment But, That's um, how you know, as an entertainer, you've gotten to the point where you can sell out when Audible contacts you and asks uh, for yeah. a sponsorship. I yeah. mean, I think. Well, there's our chance ever. <laughs> I think now. we should honestly uh, start like a Pornhub channel and just upload all our podcasts there. Like, you don't have to do any porn. Or you just put it on there and just have ourselves a good just old occasionally channel. show a nipple every now and then. Just like show one of our nipples. That's it. I, I volunteer my nipples. Mm-hmm. There we go. Perfect. Right, yeah, we're set. Nick Nick Morgamore's nipple. You just got the watch. YouTube dying. Show. Pornhub's where it's at. <laughs> hey, they get paid though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've officially that crosses my mind. We've officially quit being um, Lost Dragon Entertainment. <laughs> we're starting a spaghetti taco spaghetti taco business. <laughs> no, no, it's and, spaghetti. Sp- yeah, spaghetti no. tacos brought to you by Pubundies, the only underwear made entirely out of pubic hair. And then, as we are like talking about our ideas for new spaghetti tacos, we're gonna upload all those videos to Pornhub. Yeah. And hopefully yeah, we, we can get maybe like, we can be their next April Fool's joke. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, well, we could to- we could totally do this. Like upload the first episode on Pornhub and like somebody jerking off agreeing to our affinity <laughs> war. They, they, <laughs> they just see the, the tag sp- spaghetti tacos and they're like, "Oh, what is that? That sounds hot." <laughs> oh man, can I, can I put my penis in it? <laughs> Fuck it, they do. Uh, I wish I've, I've looked at a lot of pink tacos, but I've never seen a spaghetti taco. Oh no. Oh wait, is that an Italian woman's vagina? Is that really racist? Oh, no. <laughs> All I could think of is just <laughs> It is now. It's just a vagina with way too much pubic hair. Alright. Ah. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that conversation <laughs> right there. I go back and watch my YouTube videos occasionally. <laughs> it goes great with the pub on so, uh, uh, transitioning, what I hope, um, comes out of, uh, what I hope comes out of Infinity Wars, uh, we got this little old baby, uh, Bradley reminded me it was a thing, uh, last night. I think the test rack becomes sentient in there and starts doing things. Yep. Uh, and Avengers standoff, uh, all about, you know, the aftermath of, like, how do you contain villains and all of those shenanigans. Be a real fun storyline. You got Captain Marvel giving, or Captain Marvel, Captain America giving away his uh, title to, you know, new Captain America. Uh, the every every villain coming back and having a great uh, fight moment and send off X Men teams teaming up. I'm just gonna say that I've never read a comic outside of the Watchmen. Yeah, I'm about the same, but not Watchmen. You know, I, re- I read I read the mangas in in my teen years. I I I sometimes watch uh like YouTube series of you know this person has never experienced this so we're gonna introduce them to this and see how they react. I'd wonder like how that would do with comics like it'd be really hard to do but just like here's two really screwed up comics tell me what you think it's like that was really effed up yeah we need to get like the general soccer mom and, we'll, and that would be a great series just subject her to like really messed up media 
No, 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 for real. We joking, but like with the green screen and stuff like that, we can like um I don't know if this idea we should say on here or not. But you can cut we'll it out. Hold it. We'll hold but, like, it. Um, get the green oh, screen. Oh, I don't edit my YouTube content, BT Dub. Yeah, I'm yeah, so Brandon. Lazy. Come this, on, Brandon. Jesus. Oh, this is live streaming, by the way. Yeah, we'll we'll hold it. We'll hold yeah. it. Yeah, okay, I'll hold it. I'll hold it. It's good, though. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of wish I would have bought the first um, issue of the Marvel Now Thunderbolts because it was legitimately the worst comic I had ever read. Um, and I just, I read it standing, um, in line at the store and I was like, no, I'm not buying this, but I would love to have bought that so I could give it to somebody and just be like, like, just put it side by side with like a great comic, like Miss Marvel number one, and then <laughs> Thunderbolts number one. And it's just like, here you go. This is the best comics have to offer. And here's the worst. How do you feel? Awful. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Well, that's like what I was telling you yesterday about, uh, does anybody know what the three worst oh, yeah. Batman comics are? Uh, I don't know Batman for real, but I remember the other one you told me. So it's Son of the Demon. It's uh, Back in Black. And, and here's the big one. Spider-Man The Clone Saga because The Clone Saga gave all comics everywhere a bad name. Yeah. Alright, I'll put it in a Discord. Yeah. Has anybody here read The Crossed by Garth Ennis? I haven't. No. I, I, my comic book selection is like very, or rather what I've read is very thin. Because I just read what I could afford, and you can kind of see it on my shelf back there. Yeah, I had a big collection back in Australia of the cross. Um, I liked Garth Ennis because gonna... I read all of Preacher, and I was like, that's pretty messed up. Let's see where he goes from here. So he, um, at the same time, he started a, a comic uh, zombie series, and Warren Ellis started a zombie series to just sort of see um, how those two guys would go doing you know, different stories, but like their takes on it. So... Warren Ellis does this one called Black Gas, which is really good. Um, people inhale this black gas and go all crazy and start eating and mutilating each other. And Garth Ennis did the cross. I'm into that. And the cross is seriously next level fucked up. Um, oh my god! Where somebody that. has their nose bitten off and their face raped. So you, you mm -hmm. know, like it's it's dark. Mm -hmm. dark and they get dark. And they get those trousers across their yeah, face. Yeah, they get this like, cross on their face. Yeah, I, I can't remember what the infection was, but it's like a, some kind of virus that was used it, as an attack on an area that it just everywhere. Yeah. And it turns people into like the absolute worst version of themselves. So, yeah, like, people know what they're doing. They're just choosing to do the most fucked up shit possible, which gets really dark really quickly. If you are not eighteen plus, and if you are a uh, very, very, very uh, squeamish, do not, do not read the cross. If you are though, <laughs> I you think are I want to read there. the cross. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is one of the best comic series I ever binged. I will yeah. say, uh, that's the only other one that I've actually. Um, I don't think I fully read through. I think I got to a part where it hadn't finished yet when I started reading it. I, I read all that Warren Ellis wrote, and then he handed it over to another writer, and I was like, "No, I'm done." Like, Warren, yeah. I, I was I was here for Garth Ennis. Sorry, um, I was here for Garth Ennis. Yeah, I, I think I got through all of Garth's stuff, and I yeah. it like cut off, and it was like, "Oh, we'll be back" or something. I never, and I just I forgot about it. Like, I I didn't even remember it was a thing until you said something about it. I actually want to go and reread all of that. But I uh, yeah, I was a big fan of like all those. I read a lot of this um, subversive sci-fi. Um, mm -hmm. comic books, so like Transmetropolitan by Warren Ellis, um, Preacher by Garth Ennis, like anything that fits into those sorts of genres. Uh, and my favorite, my my all-time favorite is Ben Templesmith, um, the story that he wrote, um, Chronicles of Wormwood. That one is fucking amazing. I'll check that out. Yeah, that one is real. It's his, uh, the artist who did 30 Days of Night, he's pretty insane, and so like the stories that he writes get real, real twisted. So his one, um, those two Wormwoods came out at the same time, funnily enough. One of them by Garth Ennis, which, uh, which is about um, the Antichrist just doing his own thing. And that's, um, that's the Chronicles of Wormwood. And then there's uh, Ben Templesmith's uh, Chronicles of Wormwood, Gentleman Corpse. And Gentleman Corpse is, uh, is his main character, this guy, who uh, he's actually a 
worm from a hell dimension that was feeding on the bodies of dead gods and then he like wound up on earth and he can in if he crawls inside of a corpse he can control it and so he's just running around in these dead bodies just doing shit it kind of reminds me of like uh season three of agents of shield yeah Um, kind of uh, I will say real quick, um, we just touched, uh, we just finished our first hour and we're touching our, on our second hour. So if there are any topics we wanted to discuss, discuss, make sure we hit, um, just letting you guys know where we're at via time. Okay, cool. I think we, we good. We, we, and we handled a lot. Uh, I think the first episode did its job of, uh, of us introducing ourselves and so kind of just understand who we are as like regular people. We had a normal conversation, and we kind of did a movie podcast at the same time. So, uh, <laughs> so if anyone has anything, uh, wait, yeah, I we did, can do the, like. Um, I definitely want to say uh, if anybody has topics that you want talked about during these podcasts, definitely just leave them in the comments. We will be reading, and it'll help us uh, not go off the track so much because. Um, <laughs> Without any topics really to talk about, we're just gonna sit here and go back and forth to whatever hits our brains. But um, yeah, definitely leave leave stuff in the comments. We'll read through them and yeah, we'll talk about your topics. Yeah, we was, this one was kind of rambly, just so we can make this a reality. So it's here. <laughs> so that was uh, that was it. That's cool. We good. Alrighty, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off with the end card or something right here. There we go. Everyone say bye. Yes. Right. Oh wait 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 wait. Okay, yeah, you guys can say bye. Um, I was bye. gonna switch, uh, put on end. Okay, so um, one thing uh, I like to do um when I'm ending this stuff is um, and I don't have the Discord up right now. I need to get that link. But yeah, I like um having the live comments up so you know everybody can see them um like subscribe follow do all those things and the linky stuff is in the descriptions eventually thank you for watching bye this episode brought to you by garbage box are you sick of your friends talking to you about their natural organic food box delivery services to the to their house telling you how amazing it is and all you want to do is stuff a big mac in their mouth well order from garbage box where you will get (laughs) Every main menu from every local fast food restaurant delivered to your house at one go. Do you want a double cheesy gordita? Yes, you can have one. Do you want one of our brand new freshly cooked quarter pounders from McDonald's? Well, there's five of them in there as well. Wait, want, are they actually uh, going to eight... sponsor us, though? Uh, I hope so. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> do you want eight pieces of chicken from KFC and Popeye so that you can directly compare to know for sure who's better? Order Garbage Box. Get one of everything from Garbage Box. GarbageBox.com slash LED. <laughs> oh my God.